Hey guys. How's it going? Welcome. You're listening to Las Mamacitas with Sophia and Michelle. <laughs> yes, it was Sophia and Michelle. Um, um, we're sounding a little off. I'm sounding a little off because I'm in quarantine. Um, so yeah, but today's episode, we're going to talk about motherhood, the struggles of motherhood and the positive of motherhood and a little bit of our birth stories as well. Um, so I want to, you know, can you still hear me? Um, I wanted to talk about what mothers do what what is the role of mothers you know what I mean so for me I think mothers are very good they comfort um they're kind um they give a good they we give advice and there's a lot of things that mothers do um we clean we're just the nurses we're the we're the maids now um cleaning everything in between we are the doctors (laughs) teacher chef personal assistant meal plan like we're everything um and not not to you know crap on and shit on dads because dads do play an important role into fatherhood and parenting as well um and we can get into fatherhood another time um so michelle what are some significant roles that you value in mothers that mothers Um, do every day well I think that mothers are very resilient um I know that me and my personal story you know um I just have a lot on my plate and so some days um you know I think moms have a big responsibility and so we we as moms have um you know we have to be do the planning and that's something that's big for me so um Mm. you know uh it takes a lot of time. And for me before bed, I'm like in my head, I have to like pre-plan what's, you know, I can't, I I won't know what's going to happen in the day, but like at least trying to make sure I get my kids to and from school, um, get myself when Mm -hmm. I have to go into work. Um, And so we just, we acclimate to a lot of things. Like you can throw us a curveball, and we literally, I don't even know how we do it, but we just figure it out and then we just roll with it and we get it done. Right. Um, yeah. And some days you're just like, how did like I do this at bed? I reflect a lot, you know. Um, and I'm like, man, how did I do this, you know? And like today, for example, you know, I went to work, and of course, my son, love my son. Um, he's just not a fan of school, and so every day we we go through the same cycle. Like, I don't want to go, and, da, da, da. and finally we get to that page. We're like, okay, I get him to school, and then um, I go to work, and like things mm-hmm. happen at work that I have to like just instantaneously take care of for like you know you know the vice president or whatever they need you know right um and then it's like I get a phone call you know that he had you know you know he had a not a tantrum but he did something and then he he was aware of it and then a couple hours later I got a call that he wasn't feeling well and I'm like oh my gosh like what do I do and I'm in the middle of a meeting so I just had to like finish what I was doing rush to go get him before the school let out you know um but I it's just never ending and I'm not I I think if I didn't have it I would kind of be lost you know because that's all I know since I've had kids so 
but we're very yeah. strong. We as moms are very strong. Um, and we endure a lot of things, but, um, regardless, I think that the love that we have for our children is what matters. And they are our reason why we do the things we do each and every day. Right. And a lot of like, you know, our love for our kids stem from, you know, being pregnant for nine months. Um, you know, cause you had to maintain a human life. You know what I mean? Skipping. <laughs> Um, so I have three kids. Um, Michelle has two. Um, hers are a older than mine. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a new mom, but <laughs> I'm not at the <laughs> stages of where Michelle's kids are at that age or my kids are at Michelle's kids age yet. Um, mm-hmm. how's that like with like having 11 year old and now is an eight year old, right? Yeah, he'll be eight in March. Yeah, so I know um, that's like different from my because mine are babies. Yes, yours are babies. Um, it actually goes by fast, if I'm honest. Um, so I do have two. Uh, my daughter is eleven. So I'm seven, almost eight, and um, so my daughter is like the helper. She's like my my mm-hmm. my right hand my right hand girl. Um, she, I'm like, Hey, can you help me with this B? And she'll be like, yeah. And then, you know, and I'm like, dang it. And sometimes I kind of feel guilty because like, I want her to be a kid. I don't expect her to do everything for me and she doesn't. Um, but I do, I do need help because I'm a single mom. I don't have, you know, I'm not dating. I'm single, single. I'm just taking care of me and my kids and, um, I'm under construction. So like a lot of the Mm -hmm. things that I do is like, you know, the house stuff, and so some days I'm like, hey, can you, if she's like, I need this washer, I'm like, okay, well, I need you to put it in the washer, I'll show her, um, she'll be like, yeah. okay, I'm like, hey, can you get it out, um, so she really does help me from time to time, um, I'm really picky about cleaning, and so, like, I ask for help, and I have a hard Aww. time asking for help, um, and I, and people are probably going to judge me and come at me, because, oh, they should know, and I don't know. I, I think that um, I want my kids to be kids. Yes, I want them to have structure and know how to clean after themselves. And I, you know, I do all that. But I think that I, I, I had to clean and I had dish schedule and I hated that. And Saturdays we had to freaking clean. My mom put like the sides style or uh, Whitney Houston on or, you know, we had to like wake up right. early, even, <laughs> even when I was older. Um, and I was just like, I don't want that for my kids. Like, you know, no judgment to my mom, but I mean, that was her parenting and I chose to be different. So, um, yeah, I, I ask her for help and she'll help me. And, um, she's done, she does dishes and, um, they don't, I mean, my son likes to be in the kitchen when I cook, like he just likes being around me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he wants like to learn to cook and he has a fear of like knives. So I'm like, okay, you have to hold it this way, puppy. And that way, but teaching them the fundamentals is like my all-time goal um I would be turning in my grave if I ever found out if I died and my kids didn't know how to do like basic stuff so my goal as a mom is yeah um that includes like you know um cooking cleaning um because to me like when I yeah hygiene but to me like when I teach them that stuff I don't tell my kids because this is what my mom's like told me. She was like, Oh, you're going to get married one day. You're going to have to do it for your husband. So I had that like 
in my head, like, oh, I'm going to do this for my husband. I never thought, well, I could live by myself and do this. Like, I never thought I could do that. I don't want my kids to think, oh, that, like, they're going to get married. Like, that's the only thing they have in this life is to get married. Like, no, you are more than a spouse. You are human. Um, you yeah. can do whatever you want. You can have roommates. You can travel the world. So if they choose to not right. get married and have roommates, they're going to have to have to clean after themselves. So, um, and cook and clean and, and um, just a fundamental vacuum and clean the bathrooms, clean the toilets. Uh, yeah. They don't have to use the products I use, but as long as they know. So I just don't teach my daughter that it's for her husband um, or she'll get married. And my son, you know, I'm not teaching him that he has right. to do it for his wife. Like, um, I think when they get to that level, I can be like, yeah, you, you guys help each other. You're a team. Um, you guys mm. are a partnership. The man doesn't do more than the woman and the woman doesn't do more than the man. Um, right. You guys help each other out, but a man will provide and protect. Um, so that's just the type of mom I am. But um, right. the age is 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 good. Um, so they're at that age where you know I trust them, and so uh-huh. we communicate. Um, and so for you, it's it's a lot different different because yours are I think your youngest is almost five, maybe not your youngest, yeah. oldest is almost five, and then the baby's like five months. So um mm-hmm. you know you have little ones and they require more time and energy and um attention from you and and if yeah. you're working, you know um I remember those days I didn't work with both of them because my ex-husband was in the military but I got to stay home and um with them and but it was like all day and he'd get home and he'd want his me time and so I still had to take care of the kids after he got home it wasn't like those dads that you hear and I've heard great stories where dads like get home and take care of the kids so the mom no I didn't have that um I still had to cook dinner and take care of them he did help with baths but um after he played his video games and stuff like that so um I remember those days you know um but yeah you'll get through them yeah I think for me I you know, because I'm, you know, I have kids and I, I, I wouldn't say I have time because they're little, but one thing that I want my kids to learn and know and want me to teach them is morals and values. Like I want them to be honest, respectful, have responsibilities, compassion, patience, you know, forgiveness in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the kind of things that I want to teach my kids, because um, nowadays, you know, and a lot of what I what I want to teach my kids is stuff that I was never taught as a child. Yes. Um, so, and then also provide discipline um, as well, along with my parenting and my mother, me being a mom, and not discipline as like you know you're in trouble you get a spanking like structured consistence and fair you know what I mean so um yeah so there's a, I mean my kids are little I think my youngest is five months and then I have a two year old and then a four year old and for me now I think showing them you know love and affection compassion now and trying to teach them do's and don'ts respectful you know just morals and values really um uh and then I guess self-esteem needs to um like my daughter she's very um different um she's I would say unique um 
And I just, you know, um, I accept it, you know, if she does something silly or just something out of, you know, I'm just like, okay, good job, you know. <laughs> and then I, I also encourage her um, to like participate in a lot of things because my, my son, not really my daughter, but my daughter or my son, he, ha well, no, I think it would be my daughter. She has a hard time participating in a lot of um, activities with other kids so I try to encourage her to do that um, and then I also want to you know help them with like their social behavior you know just you know teach them to be kids and not step on boundaries of other kids you know respectful um, but yeah like you know um, but I've had definitely had my moments where I've had mom fails a lot of them <laughs> of course um, and of course but and that's I how think, you grow and learn yeah I think that stems from because I am a young mom I'm only 25 and I have like three kids at 25 so I've been pregnant for like five years and <laughs> like five years straight um and I still I'm I still have growing up to do so a lot of the things that I would do silly my kids would be silly with me so it's like oh I can't really do that but it's like mom fail like you do something or you accidentally cuss and then your kid cusses right behind you I'm like oh <laughs> just kidding mom fail <laughs> have you had mom fails yeah no no <laughs> I feel you oh yeah oh yeah I remember that um so my my daughter was little and so me me and my ex-husband lived overseas in Turkey and so we would FaceTime like his family and stuff I don't remember maybe like once a week or something and um I would yeah. say shit a lot and you know be always I just said like shit for everything when she was little I don't even know why but I was like 20 I don't know um she came running down the hall and we were both sitting like there and I think it was his mom and dad and um she said oh shit and his mom oh no she was like, what did she say? And I was like, oh, man. So I covered my face and I kind of got off the camera because I already knew. And he was like, so, you know, she was like, she called him by his name and was like, did she just say that? And she, you know, I don't really remember what all happened, but she just got on to him. And I mean, he said cuss words, too. Of course, military, like, that's all they say and do, you know, majority of them, not all of them. But um, my ex-husband did and still does, you know. Um, but it was right. the funniest funniest thing because she just said it like very um innocent like she maybe dropped something and she was just like oh shit and I was like uh I was like dang it and then I oh. remembered <laughs> I said I said that a lot so um yeah so that that's just one of them and then you know uh that was one of the like the funnier ones when she was little but, so I mean, I'm not perfect so no, it's it's fine. <laughs> when I was <laughs> when I was younger, um my stepdad and my brother went to the grocery store and we grabbed a couple of things and then we walked out and I got in the car and my stepdad got in the car. I got in the front passenger side and we took off. We went home and as soon as we pulled up at the house, we looked and we're like we told my brother, he said, hey, go grab the bag in the back, and then we'll get the one, I'll get the ones in the front. We look back, tell me why he was not in the back seat. <gasps> oh my gosh. It was the most parent, it's not a mom fail, but I mean parent fail. It's in the symbol. And 
he was set, stuck at the grocery store. And um, I'm not, re- if I think if I remember, we went back and to see if we could find him and we could not find him. He was not at the grocery store. So we had asked to see cameras and we seen that he walked out and didn't walk back in. And of course we're panicking at this point. Cause like he was, I think, I think Mariano's age and we had no idea where he would have been or where he went. Um, and I think an officer ended up bringing him home. Um, but that was an experience for me and my stepdad, my stepdad till this day, He's like, don't bring that story up. Because as a parent, you feel like you failed. But in reality, it was like, I understand. Because, like, I go through some stuff. And there'd be times where I forget to do something for my kids. Um, but, that yeah, maybe that could have been a little extreme. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he really forgot. I was like, oh, my gosh. But... Well, I wasn't, I wasn't left as a kid. But as an adult, I was left at a gas station in the middle of kind of nowhere. So, that's a whole different story, but yeah, that feeling, even, I mean, as a kid, I can imagine it's even scarier, and, but for oh, me, yeah. it was, as a woman, I, mean, I was scared, so. Yeah, I mean, I think my brother, he's 16, oh, no, okay. he's 17, he no, he was eight when this happened. Oh, yeah, 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 you said, Mariano's eight. And um, now he's old, he's older, he's like 17, he's a junior in high school, Um. But, but he has no he he has no like memory of that happening. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. I mean, he turned out fine mentally. I don't know physically. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like, uh, hey boy. Uh. <laughs> he turned out fine. So I don't think it was a trauma thing that he was. I don't think it traumatized him um, as much as I everyone thought they would have thought I don't know but yeah motherhood is insane um you know I've been pregnant three times <laughs> yeah. um and I loved I would say all of my pregnancies I feel um I say that now that now that I'm pregnant I'm sure if I was pregnant I'd be like I hate pregnancy but pregnancy is just a weird connection that you kind of, it's kind of like a love hate kind of thing. Like you love being pregnant because mm-hmm. you are carrying a baby and you're, you know, nourishing and providing for this baby. And I think the sucky part is it's, it's exhausting every day. Um, I know my son, my first son, it was an easy breezy pregnancy. Um, I don't know if it was because my first my daughter was kind of okay, but I went through some medical issues with her. And then Kylo, my youngest, he was the most horrible, like, experience. I had nausea up until six months, um, headaches, pounding, raging. I gained the most weight with him. I had extreme varicose veins. Oh, not a good thing. Um, so I had to go on medical leave for that one. Um but all births were great, um, all natural, vaginal, um, yeah. Yeah. Will I do it again? Probably, probably not. <laughs> yeah. My uh, no, no, my no. aunt said that. I told her I kept telling her, "Nope, I'm not having no more babies," and she's like, "You never know. You're young." 
And I was like, well, if it happens, it happens. But she was like, but if it happens, make sure that this is the one. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But I don't think so. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, my birthing, like, I I feel you, like, when it came to, um, you okay, girl? Breathe. You know, I'm just dying. (laughs) Oh, no. I can't breathe. Um, so my when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, I remember I was so excited and I could I, I from like the beginning, well I didn't know I was pregnant, but when I found out I was pregnant, um, I could always just like I just had this intuition it was a girl and to my oh, surprise no. it was a girl and I was so excited. Um and she was like I gained a lot of weight. I was so sad and like depressed because I had lost some weight before I got pregnant with her. Um, but it wasn't like so bad, you know, where I was like depressed or anything. Um, and then I had her, but during my pregnancy, um, I gained, like I gained a lot of weight. I didn't really exercise. And I just, you know, like that theory of like, you're eating for two, like, I guess I took it literal mentally. Um, but I was still a cute pregnant girl, you know, um, when I had her, um, like the last, the last, uh, well, she was born in August, so it was, like, so hot in Texas, of course, and I remember I had an appointment, and my blood pressure was, like, high, because I had walked during my lunch with my friend, my coworker, um, and they were, like, oh, my gosh, and so it, they, like, kind of panicked, and I was, like, okay, what's going on, you know, whatever, um, but he wouldn't let me pass my due date, so I didn't pass it, and she was born in August, and um, uh, I was, um, what is it called? I think of the word on that. It's been so freaking long where they send you to the hospital to have the baby. Um, induce? Yes, induce. Oh my gosh. Induction. Um, induction. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was mumbling. Um, so I was induced um, and she was born at like 628. But um, yeah, it was a, a rough labor with her. My epidural didn't work like midway through, they fixed it. Um, and then like an hour before I started pushing, like I felt everything. And then, um, uh, when, yeah. And then when she was born, the cord was wrapped around her neck. And so the doctor was like, I could see everyone's reactions, but my eyes were closed. Cause I was in so much pain. Was it worth it? Yes, it was totally worth it. But I could see all their faces, like something was wrong, but you know, the baby cried. And when she cried, I cried. Um, and you know, they, they took the cord and, um, I remember her godmother was in the room and then of course, um, I ended up for some reason when I was pushing, I don't know why the doctor had to cut down my vaginal area. Um, but he did. And so I just remember feeling that, um, sorry, it's kind of, um, TMI or rated R, but, um, yeah, so they're trying to get her, you know, um, situated right. and I was just in pain and then I I had lost a lot of blood so like again I could see every my mom was in there my ex-husband um her godmother and then um uh my the doctor and then um my co-worker she was like my best friend at the time I worked with her and she like snuck in when she went to go get my mom um but it was very uh, it was kind of traumatizing because I didn't know what was going on and like I could see their faces like something was wrong and but nobody would tell me like what was going on but the baby was crying mm-hmm. but then it was like I remember they stabbed my thigh with like a shot um later I found out it was like to help stop the bleeding because I was bleeding a lot they said um 
so her pregnancy was like very traumatizing intense um and then my son um I remember I went in for a sonogram and then they were like well you're we need to no I went for an appointment it was like my due date and then they're like well we need to take a sonogram which I didn't understand why again and then he's like yeah we're gonna have to induce you tonight um go home and take a shower not that you stink or anything just so like you feel okay and blah 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 go and I was like can I eat because you know like once you go to the hospital you can't eat and he was like yeah go eat something blah blah blah. girl I went to the McDonald's right next to the Kroger over here and I ate because I knew I wouldn't eat so but I was crying while I was eating um and that one was harder because my ex-husband was um overseas and he wasn't there and like I took it very like now I can talk about it without crying but I hurt for a long time because me and my son didn't get those pretty pictures and those moments, you know, and he, you know, to, you know, the boys are like in the Latino family are the ones that carry the last name. So it was like a big deal to me, you know? Um, and so, yeah, so um, I had him and then I remember I had him and um, I had, if I could ever, I need to look at my pictures. If I could ever go back and talk to my nurse and hug her, I would, cause she literally, she literally was um, like my my saving grace and she held my hand and she was there but he he like it for his birth I mean I went mm-hmm. in at like 7 38 and he was born by 2 10 in the morning so like it wasn't the 12 13 hours like my daughter you know and I remember like right after he was born um you know they clean you up and move you to the you know the mother baby ward uh area and I got up and walked in, in into the wheelchair and had the baby in my hand and you know took me to the other side <laughs> um right so it was it was different but um would I have another child no (laughs) um (laughs) I'm good yeah yeah but I definitely feel you on that you know not having you know their dads in the room because I didn't have that with my daughter um and I would say I would I wouldn't have that with my son either which would be my youngest my five-month-old um I think when I I feel like when I genuinely felt like I had that father support would probably be with my first child um but the last two times no um yeah but I definitely feel that pain because you know they are not there to experience it and you want that you know what I mean yeah hmm. well he was he was on the ipad but he wasn't there physically and to me it was just like i don't know it was an intimate moment so like it, it was entirely different but he was he did watch the birth like from the ipad um oh yeah well yeah that's good but oh yeah i'm sure that is, uh, a lot of work <laughs> do what motherhood is a lot of work it really is it's really is um I really I hope we don't when they get in the teenage years we don't really struggle then because we are just talking about right now you know what I mean experiences now you know mm-hmm. um which is probably going to be a lot different um later on but I mean we've got this you yeah. know what I mean when you're resilient yeah, but that, yeah, birth story, birth, moms in general, 
they don't get a lot of credit, but they should. Um, and so do dads. Dads should too, because there's a lot of good dads out there too. Um, some dads that do all of it, just like moms do, you know. Um, so we appreciate everybody that are yeah. parents. Yes, but you don't, um, and that goes for the moms that are, um, that have adopted or, you know, yes. foster moms. Um, it doesn't have to be biological. So you guys are the real MVPs. Um, don't ever let anyone make you feel like you're not um, stay-at-home moms. Let me tell you, you are just not a stay-at-home mom and you don't do just nothing. Um, you guys take, you guys are the daycare providers, the, you know, the naps, um, you know, the maid, the cook, the, mm-hmm. everything in between. So being a mom is like, equivalent to having 2.5 jobs um is what I read so yeah keep going yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so um I have COVID and I've been feeling like shit <laughs> I know this, Mariana doesn't these, feel good either this these past two days um I got the COVIDs um oh, no. So if I'm not acting like my true self, it's because I'm literally going through a wall and through life. Life's just really killing me today. But I'm keeping my head up and I'm strong. And hopefully this COVID can wear off in a couple of days where I can finally get out of bed without my body and shivers. It's crazy. I'm in my car right now because the house is too loud for um, me to record with all the kids because we're all in quarantine but yeah so I'm hoping the next episode that I'm not in quarantine and that we can have a little bit more of more content in the podcast so bear with us (laughs) but that is motherhood Um, and we can get into it more we can talk about different experiences as like parenting um we will talk about co-parenting because um that is extremely hard but Mm -hmm. it is doable um and some people Mm -hmm. do it better than others um some people do it way too much than they need to but that's for a different topic (laughs) yes that co-parenting yeah yeah most definitely um but yeah uh and just uh you know (coughs) you okay okay yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, I miss you. Um, but yeah, I'm dying, Michelle. No, don't say that. No. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's for today's episode. Stay tuned for next week, and we'll keep you updated on what's next week. Cause I don't know what's next week. <laughs> she quarantined, so well. We'll see you guys next week, and I hope you guys have a rest of um, the good week, rest of your good week. I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay, I need to go, too. I don't know. Yeah. Bye, guys. I I believe it on my COVID brain. Bye. (laughs) Bye.